Here's an urgent alert from the Student Loan Hotline. The average student loan debt is $25,000. Have you been out of college for 10 or more years and you're still making your student loan payments? If you are struggling with paying off your student loan, if you are past due, we can help. Nationwide Student Loan Relief can now restructure your student loans. We can get your student loans out of default, stop any wage garnishments, stop harassing collection calls, and even eliminate your student loan payment. If you can't afford your student loans, or if you're past due and you need help, you must call right now. We will restructure your loan or your money back, and that's a guarantee. So call the Student Loan Hotline right now. Welcome, you're listening to Sports Econ 101, the show where we discuss sports topics from a business perspective. I'm your host, Edward Brown, along with my co-host, Bruce McGowan, and long-time today we sports... are truly going to discuss business topics from that's a sports, well, sports topic. Sports topic from a business perspective, yes. that's right, because we have Coach Ron Tunick, who is a business coach and radio host, mm. and also the reason they call him Coach, we'll find out when we get to him in the second segment. Show him some respect. That's right. <laughs> That's right. In fact, Coach and I used to do a sports show on KNBR uh, back in the, in the back in the day. Yeah, yeah back yeah. in uh, back when I was 2009. Yeah, yeah, it was it was a while ago. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, at uh, each commercial break, we're going to ask a sports trivia question. In fact, this one's probably good for all of us old folks. Baseball for grandpas. Baseball. Baseball. Baseball for grandpas. Oh yeah. All right. And I'm, a, uh, I'm not. I'm I'm a grandpa age, but I'm not a grandpa yet. So I, I guess I qualify. And I'm neither. And Ron is also. That's right. And he actually is a grandpa. He is. So I, I should nine, be. Nine, nine grandkids. Holy smokes. He's, he's already oh on the phone with us, God that rascal. <laughs> eight, eight, eight grand boys and one granddaughter. And my, I got one really good athlete in Oregon, Jackson. And my granddaughter's a golfer. She's really. Oh, there you uh, go. Well, women's yeah, golf, they I, can make good money doing I bet, that. I bet she's a princess, being yeah. the only granddaughter. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Uh, she, yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, we'll get into that in a minute because uh, Coach was a big Oregon, Oregon Ducks fan for there a reason. All right. So this segment of Sports Econ 101 is sponsored by Pacific Private Money, providing mortgage investments that are still currently yielding over 7.5%. In fact, I got my latest distribution, and it was closer to 8%. Sweet. Not bad. Not bad. It doesn't get any more conservative than that. Please check them out at PacificPrivateMoney.com. I'm a liberal, though. How can, I, how can I be for a conservative thing when I'm a liberal? Well, I'm who just, says it's conservative? I'm just giving. Oh, oh, conservative. There you go. Like yeah, yeah. Conservative you. investment. I, uh, I love to just tease oh, I, I, I like to get him started. He gets all flustered. You well, I don't get so flustered. No, it's no. A, no I, it's a, you're, I'm conservative. You're a liberal. That's we okay. Are, we, we get along. along. We, we get along very well. At the end well. of the day, we hold hands and we sing kumbaya. <laughs> That's it. Exactly. <laughs> because I show you the right way to be and you turn around. No, just kidding. All right. That's Stay true. with us. We're at Econ 101. We'll be right back. <laughs> This is Mark Honf, co-host of Mortgage Investing 101. Did you know that you can earn, year in and year out, returns of 8% and more on your savings and retirement accounts? 
Mortgage-backed investment strategies such as trustee investing and mortgage pool funds can do just that. Since 2008, clients of Pacific Private Money have consistently earned high yields on their investments. Find out for yourself how you, too, can profit from these real estate-secured investments. Call 415-883-2150 or visit our website at pacificprivatemoney.com. Hey there, here to tell you about some of the hottest deals happening at Lowe's. Save $100 on a Cobalt 227-piece standard and metric mechanics tool set, including a hard case, now for just $99. And power your next project with a Porter Cable 2-tool 20-volt cordless combo drill driver kit with soft case, now also just $99. All projects have a starting point. Start with Lowe's. Tool set offer valid 6A through 612. Drill driver offer valid through 623 while supplies last U.S. only. Transcendence Theater Company's award-winning concert series, Broadway Under the Stars, returns to Sonoma Valley this summer. Experience world-class wine and picnicking alongside sprawling vineyards all summer long beginning June 16th. You'll see top talent fill the stage in the open-air ruins of Jack London State Historic Park in beautiful wine country. Enjoy numbers from Tap to Fosse and everything in between with Broadway performers from shows such as Wicked, Mamma Mia, and The Book of Mormon. Tickets and information at bestnightever.org. Invest in some fun this season with this deal from Paintball Tickets. With the largest network of paintball fields in North America, Paintball Tickets is committed to bringing you high-intensity fun for a fraction of the cost. With the purchase of your paintball tickets, you'll receive free admission and equipment rentals to some of the most played-at paintball parks nationwide. And by partnering up with like-minded, safety-conscious paintball fields in thriving markets across the nation, we've ensured there's always a field close to home. These tickets, which can be purchased in bulk, are designed to fit the needs of every skill level, from casual observers to weekend warriors. This adrenaline-inducing sport is perfect for birthday parties, corporate team building, or a casual outing with friends. Make the right choice for your wallet. Get in on the fastest-growing action sport with this deal from Paintball Tickets by going to sportsecon101.com and clicking on the Play Paintball button. Want to stay in touch with your favorite Sports Byline USA network hosts? Like us on Facebook or follow us on Twitter at Sports Byline USA. You can also see the latest news in the world of sports, learn about upcoming contests and giveaways, plus catch up on guest info so you never miss a moment with the biggest names in every sport. Football, basketball, baseball, MMA, and more. No matter where you are in the U.S. or around the world, you can stay connected to the host and fans who love what you love. So check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Sports Byline USA. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Again, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Bruce, who do we have on the phone? You introduce him. Okay. Coach Ron Tunick, uh, business coach and radio host. Uh, hey, Coach, why did they call you Coach? Years ago, when you two were in diapers, I was <laughs> a uh, baseball coach at Cal Lutheran, uh, which is a small Christian college in Thousand Oaks. could make a living teaching. I was also a teacher there. Couldn't make a living teaching or coaching. So one of the... Uh, his dad owned a bank, took a liking to me, hired me at three times what I was making. I was making $817.56, offered me $2,500 of would run as marketing for the bank. So I uh, waited till my contract was up, took the job, first day on the job. He goes, hey, coach, get in here. <laughs> we put coach on my business card, and the 
It's been there ever since. Isn't that funny how <laughs> nicknames stick? I remember my years and years ago, I was working for KNBR Radio, and the big boss came up and goes, we have to give you a nickname. Everybody's got one here. <laughs> I just thought, uh-huh. oh, God, the, the idea of a nickname. He goes, you're a tall guy. How about if we call you Big Bruce you're McGowan? Big Bruce. Yeah. <laughs> and they, then he sent out a directive. From now on, it's Big Bruce McGowan. I don't oh, know. Please don't. <laughs> and I was stuck with that nickname for 15, no, <laughs> 17 years. So annoying. I you thought, know that Edward yeah. and I were on KNBR for a year. We survived a year. Yeah. Oh, man, you did a good job. I survived there for 17 and a half years, <laughs> which I don't know how I did it, but I did. So, you know, I had a great time, actually. Had Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Well, actually, yeah, and ours was more of sports and business, whereas, Bruce, you were doing just strictly sports. Just strictly, just strictly sports, sports, yeah. Okay. So, uh Coach, you and I talked a day or so ago, and we were talking about what we were going to talk about today. And you had some really good ideas about, uh, you know, with the athletes' salaries, et cetera. Well, a couple, a couple ideas. Three things I want to talk about today. I want to talk about luck, but we'll save that for last. I think the thing that grinds on me, you guys, is the money that is being paid to these athletes, baseball, football, basketball. Let's take baseball as an example. Here you have kids who can barely hit above 200, you know, making millions of dollars a year. And what I said to you the other day, Edward, was I don't see the entertainment value there. I really don't. You know, yes, I'll pay to see uh, Clayton Kershaw. I'll pay to see, you know, uh, uh, some guys that are that you're not going to see in a lifetime. But the other 90% of these athletes are overpaid. So my angst is this. Guess who's paying for these overpaid athletes? We are. That's right. When well, you go to a baseball yeah. game at Dodger Stadium, you guys, parking, the food. I mean, you take a family of four there, uh, you're not going to get away with less than $150. No. Yeah. So my angst is how many families in America can experience professional sports in person? Uh, and and obviously we all know that the revenue is coming from these huge TV contracts that they sign. So that's another thing. Here's what's really got me angst. So the other night I was watching the Dodger broadcast. How many commercials do you think took place uh, in an hour? Oh, gosh. Well, yeah, uh, it depends you, on how many innings yeah, are being played. Yeah, yeah. But, but still, I mean, yeah, you got to have at least – at least four six per break. Six per break, yeah. Six per break, probably. Yeah. Those – 60 commercials, 60, yeah. 60 yeah. commercials, and uh, let's say just being on, on, on the low side of what a commercial, what an uh, advertiser is going to pay, $10,000, would you agree, $10,000? Minimum, yeah. Okay. In, LA, in a market like L.A., maybe more like 20000 What, for a one-minute commercial? Yeah. Really? Oh, yeah. I mean, not for, 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 a, for a non-playoff uh, Oh, ab- really? yeah. Those guys yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm being kind. So let's say 600000 per hour. The ball games go three hours. There, there's a million eight. I mean, we, now we know where the money's coming. Oh, yeah, no yeah. question. You know, it's amazing that we all are part of this. We're all complicit. Those of us in the media don't have to pay, so we're more than happy to give lip service to the to the owners. <laughs> and the fans, you know, they think, ah, you know, it's a, it's a big deal, but, hey, we only do this a few times a year, yeah. so we're going to spend – no, nobody. We all complain about it, but nobody does anything, and I don't really know what well, they can do about it. I, I think there is some movement, you guys. Here's what here's what uh, I, I see occurring in my own house. I see with my buddies. I have coffee two uh, mornings a week at Starbucks, and we talk about this all the time. Guys are, uh, I'm going to use the word, taping everything, and now they're avoiding yeah. the commercials. 
Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I did that even with the Warrior games, even though I, you know, technically wanted to watch them live, which reminds me, for, for the final, for game five, I, I about three hours ahead of time, I just decided to, for fun to check one of the StubHub type or Ticketmaster, one of those things, right? Take a guess as to how much they wanted for a seat. And oh, I know somebody paid one hundred ninety thousand for two seats. One hundred ninety. Okay, I was yeah. to say it was one hundred thousand dollars, and the seat wasn't even on the floor. Yeah. I mean, it was like in it wasn't uh, it wasn't the crazy. upper upper level. But I'm thinking, you know what? It, here's the funny thing: is that that if if you're fortunate enough to be able to have season tickets, you can actually pay for your whole season ticket by no, by no selling question. that. You know what's interesting too? If you scan the stands in the best seats, you look at the, most of the people are older and they're white. They've been doing it for a long time. They've been like the, these working class folks that suddenly realized, oh, my God, I'm paying too much money. But somehow they made it work. And uh, I've talked to some of these people, and they're really amazing. They share the tickets with three or four other couples, and they go as, a, as different, you know, in different. They figure out incrementally which games they're going to go to, and it works yeah. out pretty well. I mean, I remember when the Warriors were not good, uh, and my company was just starting out. Uh, we toured it, and we could have sat right behind uh, the announcers. You don't want to sit behind the, yeah. the players because they're too tall sure. if you're that low. Yeah. And we could have gotten them for $8,000 a ticket. Wow. Which, which now, looking back, was very good. <laughs> yeah, no, it is. It is. Now, the NBA is really interesting. If you look at the history of the last 35, 40 years, they've really had their ups and downs. I mean, yeah. there was a period where people weren't watching the NBA. There's a period where the uh, NBA players were all – you know, playing this gangster role, and and you know, then O'Brien came in as the new commissioner, and that he had to dress up and act like a human being and, and act professional, and that that kind of made a big difference. So now you have incredible talent that is really when yeah. you look at uh, uh, Kevin uh, and and your guy Steph and my guy LeBron, and these are talented athletes. You can't take your eyes off of in the yeah. NBA, and there's a few more of these guys around Westbrook or uh, yeah. Oklahoma. So you you've got some really talented athletes that if, if if you're a fan like the three of us are, you really want to watch these guys. You know, it's really interesting sure. about this whole thing too, and I think one of the reasons basketball has such a huge uh, following globally is it's very much like soccer, and it's, and the game is not real from a casual uh, fan who doesn't know much about the game. It's not real sophisticated. You no, just but it's fast-paced, though. It's fast-paced, yeah. but you put the ball in the net. In, in soccer, you put the ball in the net. Hockey, you put the ball And you can see yeah. the ball being scored on yeah. hockey, which I, I yeah. can't figure out. But, Bruce, you still you're, – look, you're a good athlete. You go over to Europe right now, probably get a million dollars and uh, be a three-point shooter. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say, when you, when you guys – you were saying uh, about some of these guys getting paid millions for hitting uh, you know, right around 200. I think the three of us could hit 200. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, you I think can, about I can hit two hundred. Yeah. yeah, you think about it, there are probably about eight hundred and fifty guys playing in the major leagues, and even the lousy ones though would be stars at any level of the minor leagues. But it is true, some of them, compared to the old days, I remember the the marginal players were making, you know, what the, your average working class guy was making. But yeah. it's a different yeah. world. It is a different world, admittedly. Today, look, I mean, Steph Curry is going to get a, about thirty five million a year, and that's only half of his contract with uh, uh, what is it, Armor mm-hmm. Under Armour or whatever. Oh. That, company is called where he does his yeah. little shirts i mean he makes 70 million a year there's reasons why these guys start their own foundations oh yeah so when, when you look at steph making that kind of money uh, and i know bruce uh, you tend to go to the liberal side i don't have a if a doctor is saving lives the brain's yeah. heart surgeon i don't care what they make they could make a billion dollars a year oh, yeah. saving lives sure. uh i get the entertainment value from a steph curry 
but uh, the rest of the other ninety percent, no. Anyway, so that that's my angst. Well, but it all, I think it's a lot of it. You know, the, the players' unions. Yeah. Of course, it went the other way, where that you know, if you get all the collusion going on between the owners, paying them, you know, fifty thousand a year, what are they going to do? Tell you what, guys, we're going to cut to our first commercial break. The trivia question is. Uh, uh, baseball for grandpas, okay. right? So, uh, Coach, if you know the answer, don't say anything yet. We'll let you answer when we come back. Okay, here's our first grandpa question. Manager John McGraw was most noted for having the helm of the New York Giants for 31 seasons. Which team did he begin his managerial career with? Hmm. All right, Good so that, that's a, definitely a grandpa question. I know that one. Older, oh, see, there you go, your yeah, grandpa yeah. for us. Yeah, yeah. All right, so that's our trivia question. Uh, email edward at sportsecon101.com the answer to that question. All right, and don't touch that dial because we're going to be right back. Tired of calls, levies, and liens from the IRS or hiring others who don't get the job done? Call Wall and Associates and you'll never talk to the IRS again. The IRS has a program to eliminate tax debt and Wall and Associates professionals are trained to maximize its benefits for you. You always speak with a live person with real support and real knowledge. We've helped thousands of taxpayers like you settle their tax debt with the IRS for a fraction of what they owe. We solve tax problems. Call Wall and Associates now. 800-480-5708. We have the professionals who know how to solve tax problems. If you owe money to the IRS, your tax problems are not going away by themselves, and the passage of time will only make matters worse. Act now before it's too late. Call Wall and Associates right now to speak to a professional tax relief agent. Call 800-480-5708. That's 800-480-5708. Again, 800-480-5708. Rebuild or replace transmission, $3,200. Anti-lock brake system, $1,000. Rebuild or replace engine, $2,400. Truth is, once your manufacturer's warranty runs out, it's all on you. Every last cent. Get protection for covered repairs with a vehicle service contract from Toco Warranty. Unlike other companies, with Toco, there's no down payment, and the monthly payments are really affordable. Not sure how long you're keeping your car? At Toco, you can pay as you go. Keep your hard-earned cash and call Toco Warranty right now at 800-222-2313 to save big money on covered auto repairs. Prices vary by vehicle, but for about the cost of a tank of gas per month, a TOCO plan has your back on expensive covered car repairs. Monthly payments are very affordable. Get your free quote now. Call TOCO at 800-222-2313. That's 800-222-2313. 800-222-2313. Cancellation fee may apply. Subject to eligibility. Not available in Missouri and Washington. Waiting period and deductible apply. Coverage provided and administered by Warrantech Corporation or its affiliates. Not affiliated with any manufacturer or dealership. Visit TOCOWarranty.com for complete terms and conditions. This family is at home, but they won't be answering the door. They know that the pounding on the door is a process server from the court waiting to hand them foreclosure documents. So instead of enjoying the home they worked so hard to afford, they sit hiding in the dark. Mom, what was that? But it doesn't have to be this way. This family can save their home, but they must act fast. Call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions at 800-274-7312. If you're being threatened with foreclosure, have been denied a loan modification, missed a payment on your mortgage, been a victim of a predatory loan, or are upside down on your home, it's critical that you call Allied State Foreclosure Solutions now. 800-274-7312. Allied State Foreclosure Solutions has an attorney in your area that will meet and speak with you. You can stop the foreclosure 
foreclosure process, lower your monthly mortgage payments, save your home and your credit. But you must act now. Call 800-274-7312. 800-274-7312. Not available in all states. Paid non-attorney spokesperson. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan. Here is our first trivia question. Manager John McGraw was most noted for having the helm of the New York Giants for 31 seasons. Which team did he begin his managerial career with? Coach, do you know the answer to that? The the uh, Brooklyn Dodgers. No. No, the Baltimore Orioles. Baltimore Orioles. Yeah. Very and good. Had, and they had a great team back in the 1890s, too. Uh, Boo Powell. And, no. no <laughs> they had a guy. Uh, what was his name? He, he was a, an amazing. Wee Willie Keeler. Hit him where they ate. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. He was, he was something else. Hmm. I remember those days well. All right. So we have Coach Ron Tunick on the uh, phone. Uh calling in uh, from uh, Southern California and uh, I want to And tell we're not going to hold that against him. No. <laughs> <laughs> people right. see people who don't listen to the show most of the people who listen to the show don't live in, in California so they don't know about the the rivalry that goes yeah. on between North and South, but it is intense. It is, yeah. It's kind of I mean, cool. I, I don't dislike especially. the Dodgers. Don't tell anybody, but I don't dislike the Dodgers. I, I don't dislike them anymore. I used to when I was a kid. I used well, to yeah, uh, we, uh, of course, with Dry, Drysdale, yeah. and they used to beat us, beat us up all the in time. In comes Tommy. In <laughs> comes Maury. Here comes Willie Davis, and the Dodgers lead 5-4. to four. Oh, my. <laughs> That's a pretty good... Uh... Oh, I used to hate that. <laughs> I'd hear that on Vince the radio, Scully. and I just... Oh. Well, yeah. so I wanted to tell the story because coach and i used to be on knbr uh doing a, a sports and business show and uh, i had this resort uh that i like to give away some uh, trivia question uh, you, you know prizes to and at first i, I thought okay i'm going to come up with these questions i go okay i'm gonna come up with this really hard question well i came up with such a hard question that we had literally only three people call in and all of them were way off so nobody won the prize and the, during the week i thought god edward Dummy, you, that's the opposite. You want people to come visit and, and all that yeah, kind of stuff. Yeah. So make the make the question easier. So the next week I get on and I say, okay, last week we asked this really hard question. Nobody knew the answer. So this week we're going to make it a little bit easier. Here's the question. Super Bowl three, Jets versus Colts. Who was the quarterback of the Jets? And here's a hint. His name rhymes with Glow Bameth. <laughs> <laughs> and within 10 seconds, the, 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 the board almost blew up. It was lit up like a Christmas tree. It was so funny. Yeah. I literally had to, uh, we, we, you know, you take a break, and I had to go to the bathroom. I was laughing so hard. Uh, that's great. <laughs> that was a great time for the city of New York. Think about it. The Jets won in 68, the Mets won in 69, and the Knicks won in 70. Boom, oh, yeah. boom, 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 just boom. like that. And yeah. what was it? Uh, was it Philadelphia where they... No, 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 because they didn't win. Uh, no, Pittsburgh won. Pittsburgh won the won same the, year. Same the, year, the yeah. Pirates and the Steelers, 79, yeah. But didn't, didn't the Flyers win, too? Flyers. Or, ba- or basketball, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, I'm trying Sixers? to remember. There was, well, the Phillies were very good in those years, but uh, yeah, I think the Sixers and uh, – did the Sixers win? Not, not there the was one where, the where they won all the – they won, like, all three of them. Really? Maybe it was a New York – maybe it was a New York team. Yeah, probably. But I remember Pittsburgh's the only team where all three um, major sports have the same colors. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, good, good knowledge. Right, so coach, you there? Yeah. I'm okay. Sure. You know, when we and we ended the last segment, you were saying, "Well, what do we do about these very expensive professional sports tickets and the food and the parking and everything else?" What can we so, do? Let, let me ask you both a question, or let, let me ask you both uh, uh, two questions. Have you guys been to a professional sports, and what do you think the age is? The average age. The uh, of the attend the attendances. Do you see the 
25-year-olds there, or do you see the 55-year-olds there? I see more 50 My question yeah. goes, what's going to happen in 10 years if the, uh, the, the, the younger kids, I'm not going to call them snowflakes, <laughs> but the, uh, <laughs> the millennials, millennials yeah. uh, don't make the money that you two make to be able to go to professional. Yeah. Well, it's going to hurt. You're going to have teams playing in front of half-empty arenas is what there, you're going to There have. you go. Yeah. So if the advertise, if the percent, well, now there's a lot of, I mean, how many people go to a Marlins game in down in Florida? <laughs> Three thousand? Three. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Three. there's more people at a high school game there is at a Marlins game. Uh, I was watching a little bit this morning the Cleveland Indians and the Dodgers, and the stadium was half full. So, how many stadiums really uh, are half full to to thirty percent full? So, uh, it's interesting to see what's going to happen in the next five to ten years. Well, sometimes you know, they, I mean, they do have uh, situations where there are season tickets and people just haven't used them, but. No, not in baseball. You're not going to have that many season ticket holders, relatively speaking. But they, with all these matrix type things, don't they do it like an airplane where they they just at some point there was going to be a supply and demand. Well, you know, you know a lot of teams have been smart about the way they they have a thing that's called I, can't, I think it's called price, competitive pricing, pricing or yeah. where they price say a giant Dodger game will cost you thirty bucks, but if you want to go see the uh, Toronto Blue Jays come in town, you only have to pay fifteen. Oh yeah, they've yeah. got they've got yeah. all these packages. But you guys have not been to Dodger Stadium lately, so no. during the during the uh, years that you guys were crying off the air, uh, there, you know, all the outfield, there were no signs. There were maybe two or three signs. When you go to Dodger Stadium now, the whole stadium, uh, all the outfield is, is uh, uh, Advertisers? signage, digital, digital yeah. signing, uh, huge signs in the outfield. Oh, yeah. Kind of reminds me of the early 1900s. Yeah, well, they're, they're, making, yeah, no, they're making a ton of money. I've seen it's a big business. Sports has become a huge business, and they're making – tons of money everybody is making money except for the fans and the fans don't care because it's entertainment to them 90 percent of them don't bitch and moan about it the 10 percent that do just you know make a well, little noise and then they still pay whatever they pay well to go and to again games. you know as coach was mentioning that uh before is like like someone like me i've got you know my little mini home theater right yeah why do you and need to go to a game exactly i don't who wants to fight the traffic yeah. the parking Bingo, yeah. yeah and and this oh. way i can i can stop well, it go to the bathroom go, they don't you need know. crowds anymore because they can get all their money from television and, and advertising the crowd is just like that's sort of uh, the you know the dressing on the salad or the uh, well the yeah but but, ha- but it would, how weird would it be to watch a game where there's let's say ten people in the stands I don't think that'll ever happen but no, I, no, I but guarantee you there's a lot you know unless you win on a on a regular basis look at the San Francisco Giants for instance they're gonna they're gonna lose finally this year their long string of sellouts because their team is terrible. And I think finally at about July, maybe mid-July, people are going to realize that and think to themselves, i got better things to do. Are they still selling huh? out? Are they, still they, selling are, out? they, believe it or not, are still selling out. But I guarantee you, by the time the team hits the All-Star break, they will not be selling out anymore. Because people it's are just It's a not great gonna... stadium, though. I've been... It is. It's a wonderful stadium. It's a beautiful stadium. stadium, the atmosphere. I mean, just... It's yeah. kind of a happening thing. It is. Go there. I get it. But uh, so, Coach, tell me. Yeah. T- I was going to say that uh, yesterday, again, a couple of days ago, when we talked about, tell tell uh, Bruce what you told me about when you, when you came to Levi Stadium. Oh yeah, what was your impression oh. of Levi Stadium, oh. Coach? Yeah, I loved. First of all, uh, we took the family there. Our tickets, I think, were fourteen hundred dollars. What'd you go see? Uh, uh, we saw the Atlanta Falcons and the uh, the miserable. And I used to be a 49er fan. Yeah. I'll tell you, uh, it was a miserable game. Yeah. 
for the first time in my life, uh, I've never seen this occur. Uh, who's your starting quarterback for the 49ers? Gabbert? Is that was, that well, it was, was for that. a while last year. Gabbert was, and then Kaepernick yeah. so, took over. Yeah. So Gabbert gets hurt for one play. I've never seen this happen. Gabbert comes hurt for one play, and Crappy Nick comes in. <laughs> Crappy oh, is Nick. It, is it, yeah. <laughs> I never heard him called that. That's a new one. Crappy <laughs> Nick. I love it. Sorry. That's okay. Sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry, Crappy No, I get a kick out of that. That's funny. Colin Kaepernick. Yeah. Never, Comes in, the entire stadium stands up and boos. Yeah, never ever seen that. I've seen it. Never. I remember they used to do that for John Brody at Keysar Stadium. They not only boo, they throw half full <laughs> bottles of beer at him. <laughs> and they used to, you know, they had at, at, at Keysar Stadium, they had to put a a cover over the entrance to the, from the uh, oh, the tunnel. The, the tunnel where the players would come oh, in and go right. out because fans used to throw bottles at the players, and the players were always told, keep your helmet on until you get underneath, undercover. Yeah. Because wow. one guy was hitting the head with a bottle once. So by the time, so the tickets were $1,400. Individual uh, tickets? 1400 by, or What? No, not, not individual. I mean, not individual. Uh, all four tickets. No, no cost, yeah. four by four. And okay. then the food, the food cost, I think, cost me by halftime. I was in two... My pocket for two hundred dollars. Were, were you guys sitting in a luxury box or something? No, we were sitting down near the field. I mean, uh, they were good seats. They were yeah. good seats. So that's, like that's a lot of popcorn. Three hundred bucks a piece <laughs> for those seats. Yeah, the stadium wasn't full. Oh, I know they weren't. Yeah, yeah. the stadium wasn't full. Yeah, but uh, again, a beautiful stadium. Santa Clara has done a nice job. We stayed over there at the Hyatt. We walked 100 yards. I mean, it was really a nice. You know, I tell you something. It's so much easier getting into that stadium. I have to, you have to drive. I live in Marin County, which is 70 miles north of the stadium, and I have to drive further, but it's easier getting in and out of that stadium than it is driving the shorter distance and going to Candlestick, which I hated to go to. God, right. for any, any crowd over 30,000 in Candlestick was a nightmare yeah. getting in and out of that place. Three or three so, and a half hours. But oh, I'm so let me glad. just finish this one point yeah, yeah. and move on. So. Sure. Why? What's the number one uh, sports in America? What's the number one sport viewed in America? Football. Team team sport you're talking about? College football. Oh, amateur college. sports. College, college football. football. Wow. I thought it was pro football. So, yeah. No, it's, it's college football. College football gets oh. bigger crowds well, on they, TV? They, they, I don't think on so. On TV? No. Well, pro, remember, pro football there's, is number one. there's uh, yeah. 128 Division One, so there's, yeah. there's what, uh, 60 games a weekend, so sure. you got to do the math, right? Gotcha. right. But okay. in terms of yeah. numbers, yeah, you're probably yeah. right. Yeah, when, yeah, so when you do the numbers. But the point is, it's amateur sports. Look, look at the money that's spent. Look at the... Uh, I'm an organ duck. Uh, look at the enthusiasm, the the the, the, the fanatic fans like like me for amateur sports. So uh, before we went to the last break, Edward said, "Well, what what can we do?" Well, it was on ESPN, I think, a year or two ago. It was it was street basketball. Do you guys remember that show? Oh, I I do. Hey hey, coach, stay with that thought. When we come back, I want to hear about that street basketball. Okay, hold hold on. We got to catch up. One more break here. Uh, Major League Baseball expanded its reach by adding how many new franchises in the 1960s? Mm, All right, that's our our trivia question. question. All right, so you have to think about all the various teams that uh, were added to Major League Baseball in the 1960s. I can tell you exactly how many. I bet your coach knows the answer. He he probably does. It's not the New York Yankees. (laughs) Okay. All right. Stay with us. Sports Econ 101. I'll be right back.
Sports Econ 101 listeners, I'm Edward Brown. You know me as the host of the show, but you may not know that I work with individuals getting them the least expensive term life insurance policies around. Don't be fooled by the ads you hear on TV and radio. It's always best to work with someone who's completely independent. That's where I come in. If you email me at edward at sportsecon101.com your name, your age, and how much insurance you want, I'll run the numbers through my software program and let you know the least expensive policy around from among many of the top insurance companies. Again, I'm totally independent, so email edward at sportsecon101.com for your free life insurance quote today. Why pay more for life insurance than you need to? I can get you a guaranteed policy where the low premiums are fixed anywhere from 10 to 35 years. So email edward at sportsecon101.com right now for your free life insurance quote. That's edward at sportsecon101.com. How would you like to earn over 8% per year in your investment portfolio in a conservative investment that has been considered one of the best kept secrets in investing? At Pacific Private Money, we are actually paying over 8%. Imagine what a mutual fund of low loan-to-value mortgages would look like. Well, that is very similar to what participating in the Pacific Private Money Fund is like, because we own many loans in the fund that are actually less than 60% loan-to-value. It would be extremely difficult to find an investment that yields over 8% with this much collateral. We pay you monthly. Can you imagine earning more in one month than most banks are paying in one year? Of course you have questions about how we can deliver this, so call Pacific Private Money at 415-883-2150 and we will answer all of your questions. You can also visit us at PacificMoneyFund.com. Attention to anyone that's written a book or wants to write a book. The process is not that complicated. Take a first step. Even if you write a page a day, you'll build momentum and your book will become a reality. The hard part is getting it published. That's when you need to call Page Publishing. They've got hundreds and hundreds of thank yous from different new authors, just like you. They make the process of publishing your new book and getting it sold online a simple process. You can learn how simple it is right now by calling for your free page publishing new author submission kit one quick three-minute phone call that's all it takes to get free information and learn how you can get your book published pick up your phone right now and call us 24 hours a day at this number 800-603-0885 800-603-0885 that's 800-603-0885 welcome back to sports econ 101 edward brown here along with bruce mcgowan here was our second trivia question major league baseball expanded its reach by adding how many new franchises in the 1960s interesting story here there were eight that were added yeah total Two were added in 61. That would be the L.A., later the Anaheim Angels, and the Washington Senators, who were actually the original Senators, moved to Minnesota. So Washington got an expansion team. Then in 62, Houston Colts, who later became the Astros and New York Mets, joined. And then in 69, Montreal and San Diego joined the National League. And Kansas City and Seattle, which later became Milwaukee, joined the Very good. American League. And, of course, Montreal moved on to Washington. Now, who did the Senators become? 
The Senators became the Twins, and then the new Senators became the Texas the Rangers. Rangers. Very. So there's been three teams in very, Washington. Very good. Yeah, there you go. I like that. Interesting stuff. All right, so he's, Coach. He's a smart guy. Now, wait, yes. Nats were the Montreal Expos, right? I'm sorry? Yeah, the, yeah, the Nationals the were. Nationals the Nationals used to be the Montreal Expos. Yeah, That's but the, before that, they were you know, the yeah, Senators, had obviously. Had for a guy named Jeffrey Loria, they'd probably still be playing in Montreal. But he's the guy that uh, that basically, he owns, yeah, he owns the Eagles. Yeah, well, no, he no. You're thinking of. I'm sorry, I'm thinking of. Uh, uh, yeah, it is Jeffrey Laurie. He owns the. Uh, no, it's a different guy. I'm sorry, my brain is not working. You're right, Jeffrey Laurie works for the Eagles. You're right. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking of a different guy. All right, so coach, uh, when we uh, cut to break, you were talking about this uh, TV show like Street Basketball. It was yeah, it was yeah. it was guys from the street all over the country: New York, Philadelphia, New Jersey, Las Vegas. It was really fun to see these amateur athletes who were pretty darn good, who I think were making literally either zero or a thousand dollars a month, something like that, to be on the show. And, yeah, and it was and it was entertaining. Yeah. So I, I don't know. I'm, I'm beating this uh, this thing up too much. Well, no, remember, I, I think part of the college sports you were, you were mentioning before, though. Is you know people their alma mater, or in your case, you didn't go to Oregon, but your son did. No, right? I went through the store. I went through the the uh, student store at Eugene, Oregon. Yeah, my yeah. son. Yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. He, he has to. He's after about five hundred dollars of crap. He comes up to me and he puts his shoulder around me and says, "Dad, I got to get you out of the store now." Let's. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you know, you you mentioned something just a second ago, Coach, that kind of struck me. You were talking about street ball, and I remember, I don't know if you guys remember this, but back in the mid-'70s, early and mid-'70s, uh, NBA uh, national televised, uh, televised games, they used to have a halftime special, and this went on for a couple of years. They'd take two of the top players in the NBA, and they'd play a one-on-one game to seven, I think, and then they'd play yeah. in different rounds. They'd but, have, like, Rick Barry going up against uh, – against uh, Dr. Jane that actually play on a half court and play these but, games. But would they would they be the teams that were playing? No, no, the, they had nothing to do with that. I don't know how they got so these yeah, guys they to got do this. They come in, I don't know how they did it, but it was it was very entertaining. I don't know if you guys remember. I mean, this. I do remember Home Run Derby though yeah. with uh, oh, yeah. uh, you know with, uh, you'd have uh, Mickey Mantle versus yeah. uh, William Mays. Yeah, that's going way back. That's yeah. before your time. How do you remember that? That's remember before that. you were born. No, no. no well, no, you must they, have they seen continued. the replays. No, 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 because they, they continued really? in the sixties. I thought only when I thought I don't remember it in the sixties. Oh no, I, re- yeah. I, I remember. Jeez, yeah, I oh, do yeah. not remember. But that. I have seen some of the old clips in black and white, and and then yeah, it, yeah well, pretty pretty crazy. You know what's scary is when you look back as as the teams that you followed as a kid, you remember more distinctly than the teams that play today. For instance, I Absolutely. could name yeah. I could name the, you know, the the entire starting lineup of the Pittsburgh Pirates in nineteen sixty, and the only reason I can remember that is because they're the first. Na- uh, baseball champion I ever really f- knew about. So you know, Bill Maz- Bill Mazeroski, yeah, Bill Mazeroski. Yeah. yeah, they had guys like Roberto uh, Clemente. Clemente, of course, yeah. Bill Verdon, Smokey Burgess, Don Hoke. Uh, some of your audience may remember, and you might too, Bruce. But do you remember when Mickey Mantle was paid? His contract was a hundred thousand dollars. Yeah. People went bizarre, crazy. They thought How that can was... you pay somebody a hundred thousand dollars a year? To well, hit wait, a wait, what, what didn't Babe Ruth either make a hundred or his contract was sold for a hundred or something? He, he actually made ninety. And he somebody, made 90. somebody, that's somebody a, had, oh, that's right, the president. Yeah, yeah, yeah they yeah. said they, somebody, <laughs> somebody said you're making more than the president of the United States. He goes, "Well, I had a better, better year, than year. <laughs> <laughs> which is true." Yeah. So can you imagine? I mean, Mickey played in the you know in the fifties, right, in sixties, but he didn't and, make that until nineteen sixty three. Yeah, but but Babe Ruth. Made that in 1927, yeah, I 28. Crazy. I mean, so oh, he was making more than the entire club. Yeah. 
In those days, you know, the, the 1919 Black Sox, their top pitcher was a guy who would have gone to the Hall of Fame had he not disgraced himself by throwing games in the 1919 World Series. So, so Bruce, you'll get what I'm going to say. Okay. So, and I say this on my own radio shows. Wouldn't, wouldn't the Dodgers or any, any team be better off taking some of that money and putting it back in the inner city to educate kids, to create programs, to build parks, to do more for the community? Uh, I mean, I, I'm... I, I'm talking about this all the time that these billion dollar corporations that take so much from the community could give so much back. Yeah, no, Dodgers, yeah. to their credit, uh, have their ball players go into the community. But I'm talking about building parks, building schools, yeah. giving money to schools, uh, r- rather than paying uh, athletes that are not not worthy of the money. Give the money to the to the inner city. Yeah, no, I agree. I'd, I'd love to see professional sports be a little more altruistic to the communities that support them and make them millions and billions of dollars. I think they owe it to those communities, to, and I think a lot of businesses do. But again, I'm you know one of those yeah. people who believes that it's a two way street, and yeah. a lot of Americans unfortunately don't don't subscribe. I mean, to I that do. I do believe theory. in I do believe in free enterprise. Oh sure, but, but, make money, but share but, some but of really, the wealth. Yeah, yeah, but but really, does an athlete really need to make more than five million dollars a year? Well, you know, I don't the Making of that kind of money for the athletes, I don't begrudge the athletes as much. The owners are making ten times that, you know, and well, nobody, uh, nobody bitches I wanna, about that. I want to get into robots. I want to get into robots <laughs> for a second. But here's my last point. So when Clayton Kershaw, you got your calculator there, Bruce. When Clayton Kershaw pitches, he puts another seven thousand, eight thousand people in the stands. Right. So the uh, take your calculator out for I got it. So if the, if the average uh, patron let's spend with parking, food. And ticket. I'm being a conservative. Let's say $150 per yeah. person. Okay, per person. Right. And yeah. say 7000 What is that per night? That's a a million dollars. Million fifty. Wow. Yeah. Times thirty. Okay. Yeah. yeah. That's uh. Because he'll he'll, 30, he'll pitch. Uh, he'll, Thirty-one million dollars. Yeah, he'll probably pitch thirty-five times. Seventeen at home. Seventeen on the road. One, you know, either way. Yeah. So yeah. how much is that? Well, uh, the full amount was thirty-one million five hundred thousand. So half of that, if they're doing a home game, yeah, you know, well, yeah, he's worth it. Now, there's a guy who's worth it. There's a guy, yeah, you know, you 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 don't mind paying money to see a guy like that because he's going to the Hall of Fame. Well, well, you know, it's interesting. You mentioned about how many people in the stands and all. And first thing I thought of was um, the royal family in uh, England. Right? It's like in theory they don't they don't want really to do anything, right? And yet they're super super wealthy. But then someone brought up the point that. Just the fact that they're there brings in billions of dollars of tourism because people want to see Buckingham Palace. And, ooh, I got a glimpse of, you know, Prince Charles or whatever, Prince yeah. whoever is the prince at the time, you know? Yeah. And, the, and so from that end of it, they actually are worth their salt. Sure. Yeah. All right, let's move on. Yeah. All right, I got to take over this show here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dang. Let's move on. So, uh, Michigan's football team, Michigan's football team, goes to the- <laughs> Good old Jim Harbaugh, my buddy. You know, I got to work with him for a year when he was at Stanford. His last year at Stanford, I got to, we did a regular show, and boy, what a character that guy is. One time, I want to hear about it, but uh, I want to ask you yeah, yeah. questions. So, Michigan spends $800,000 taking their team over to Rome yeah. for, for a week. Uh, who paid for it? The, the you guys know? University of Michigan Athletic Department paid for it. No. Uh, it was a, a, a secret donor. Really? Yeah. Wow. A, a secret donor. They allowed that? 
That's kind of conflict I, of I interest, know. isn't it? I, I, exactly. So yeah, there has yeah. to be some collusion. I think the Russians are involved here. They're involved. They're trying to steal our good athletes, yeah. It's all yeah. Bush's fault. Yeah. <laughs> so the, the Detroit News w. first w. reported the figure... Uh, the cost being covered by an anonymous donor. No, I don't doubt it. There's, uh, there's no. some deep pockets. There's some people out there that are very kind of quiet. They don't want to be. They don't want anybody no- to know their name. But they're they're the power behind the throne. Yeah. <laughs> How come yeah. nobody's doing an investigation here? Uh, Who the owner was? I think it's probably because it's just it's like oh you know it's football or it's sports it's entertainment it's not that big a deal. Yeah, you're right. It's it probably is worth security. it. Yeah. yeah, it's not national, but it's probably worth it. It'd be just from a standpoint of interest. It'd be fi- fascinating to find right. out what, what's the motivation. That, so, what do you guys think? Uh, watching, so I watch the Dodgers every night on the Spectrum down here in LA. My, deep, so my deepest sympathies. I see, I see probably, I'm not exaggerating, 30% of the calls made by the umpire behind the plate wrong. What if we put a wow. robot behind it? Wow. Well, they do that. You know what? They actually had that up here in San Rafael. Yeah, at the, the Pacifics. Uh, San Rafael Pacifics. Yeah, uh, inter- international, in, in, uh, not international, uh, independent. Independent uh, league. Professional league. And yeah. they actually did have the for robot. For a game. Yeah. For, for a whole game. It was interesting you, to watch. Are you serious? Yeah. No, they did. It was last year. It was a great promotional idea. I mean, they're and, very innovative, those people yeah. over there with the Pacifics. Well, yeah, and Eric Burns uh, yeah, Eric. was uh, like, the, he, he, I guess, would call in case there was a play at home yeah he'd make the call yeah eric burns the former a's uh, okay would you guys rock <laughs> they had a real robot yeah, yeah. no real robot yeah. well it wasn't I mean, like it was scan- computer, it was it more of a computer yeah it was more of a computer they didn't have a, a you know a robotic hey, looking on, creature on the espn last weekend they had a robot robots fighting each other did you see that no, no i try not to watch espn too so much. you guys are not apparently not into robots am i right yeah. on this I'm not much no, in. I mean, the, I, I'm not I mean, much in ESPN cool, to be honest with you. I'm, yeah. not a big, I'm not a big fan of what they've done to our industry. Ro- I'm telling you, yeah. robots are coming into sports. Look at baseball uh, yeah, now yeah. with uh, plays being reviewed every five. Yeah. yeah look at basketball. They review ba- basketball? and hockey and basketball yeah. and football. They're reviewing everything. It's ridiculous. So, let the, let, the, yeah. let them make the mistakes. I don't care. No, no, no. Don't you remember we talked about this? And we said get the play right. Uh, now no, you're starting the to human, starting the to... human element makes it more interesting. Like, look at the, 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 the Franco Harris play. Never would have happened. In this day and age, because they would have gotten it right, the the yeah, Tom Brady I, I thing, think Bruce you know, is right? You, I know you hate to agree with them, but I yeah. <laughs> wait, hold, hold, wait, back up for a minute. Uh, okay, I'm a big Raiders fan. However, when you keep looking at all of the replays back and forth, back and forth, because they called it on the field right. uh, as a touchdown, right. it would have stayed as a touchdown. You're talking about which one? Fuqua, you know, with, with the um, the Franco Harris. You know, they actually they actually didn't make the announcement that it was a touchdown for about five. Oh, minutes, and I remember that. And all the fans were on the field, and the the, the this is what actually happened yeah. according to several players who overheard it. Ben Schwerington, the head linesman, goes over to the dugout, gets on the phone, calls upstairs. He goes, "How much security do I have on the field? You got six guys." He goes, touchdown. <laughs> I'm not changing yeah. a call. Touchdown. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but even, you know, well, that's, that's true. That, um, that's, that, that's I know, a I know fact. that's true. That I, no, 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 I know. I'm, yeah. just, I'm just saying that, um, you know, in looking at the replays, it really is still really hard to tell. Oh, yeah. Sometimes um, it is. Sometimes it's it's amazing to me how they get it right most of the time. That, yeah. Well, that, and okay, so the last game of the basketball, you know, uh, between the Warriors and the Cavs, the refs made a seemed to make a lot of errors, but they made them on both sides. Sure. So the the game, I don't think it was really determined one no. way or the other. No, it wasn't. Uh, on that, you stop the game. You go to the video, and I agree with Bruce. Let's put the uh, the human back into these sports yeah. because 
that stops the momentum. And in certain sports, like uh, in football and even baseball and probably basketball, momentum is a big part of uh, uh, the team coming well, back. Well, listen, I say we do it like we did at the YMCA. You make your own calls. <laughs> if you yeah. got fouled, you say, hey, I got fouled. On a, on a serious note, though, technology is responsible for this. Uh, with all of the HD television now, and it's so clear in all the replays, since 2004, they've had to have replays because it's so obvious when a bad call is made, the fans are going to go crazy, and they're going to show it to the. They're going to show it on yeah, the big screen. In they do this at Warrior games, and I think it's really wrong when they show them a bad mistake by a referee. No, I love I it. Man. I don't like that. It's not right. <laughs> no, I like it. Put it. that poor guy in a bad spot. Too bad. You got to make a right call. Oh, I'm, 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 I'm Doctor Evil here. Oh yeah. Sure okay, are. hey guys, we're going to cut to our last commercial okay. break here. Which we're talking about grandpa baseball for grandpas. Great ball for grandpa. Okay, now let's see if you know this one. Which season saw the last World Series to have a best of nine game format? Oh. You know that one? Finally, I stumped I the stump. I think I may have it. Really? Yeah. Son of a gun. Okay. Well, when we come back, you're going to answer that question. All right. Okay. Don't touch that dial. Sports Econ 101. We'll be right back with some closing comments. Are you an inventor who would like to try to have an invention or idea patented and submitted to companies? But you don't know what to do next? Call for free information from InventHelp. InventHelp, a leading inventor service company, has been helping inventors since 1984 and has sales offices located in more than 60 cities nationwide. You'll want to talk to the company that has helped secure more than 7,000 invention patents. So call InventHelp. Even if you have an idea for improving an existing product and don't know where to go with it, you'll still want to call InventHelp for free information. You'll find out how InventHelp may assist you in trying to patent your invention and submit it to companies. So call now. Call InventHelp at 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. Get your free information by dialing 1-800-316-1738. That's 1-800-316-1738. 1-800-316-1738. When you struggle with credit card bills every month, you're not just in debt. Debt is all around you. I see people every day that are on the brink. They're going to go over the edge, and at the bottom is bankruptcy, and we pull them back. At the Debt Helpline, we're experts at helping you resolve your debt problems and become free of debt. We can help you pay off your debt and give you one lower monthly payment that you can afford. You do get to consolidate your payments. You only have to worry about making one payment a month instead of making three or four or five. If you have $5,000, $10,000 or more in credit card bills, call the Debt Helpline now for a free confidential debt analysis. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. Call the CESI Debt Helpline right now for a free confidential debt review. 800-957-6063. 800-957-6063. 
Are you a business owner or an individual who owes the IRS? Then be prepared to write down an important phone number. Do you owe $10,000 or more in back taxes? Do you need to file back tax returns? Are you dealing with bank levies and wage garnishments? It's time to deal with your IRS problem today. Call Certified Tax Tax Representation now. Certified Tax Tax Representation, Inc. represents clients just like you in all 50 states. They will contact the IRS on your behalf the same day that you become a client, and you can become a client immediately. It's time for you to face your IRS problems. Think about how great you're going to feel when you're represented by a company who's an advocate for you, who knows the law, who also will contact the IRS the same day you become a client. Call today for your free, no obligation consultation. Call now, 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. Not all cases are typical and some may not qualify. The consultation is free and so is the call, so call right now. 1-800-999-1064. That's 1-800-999-1064. 64. Welcome back to Sports Econ 101. Last time for today, I'm Edward Brown, your host, along with Bruce McGowan, and our special guest, Coach Ron Tunick. Third trivia question, which season saw the last World Series to have a best-of-nine game format? No, it was pre-1920s, back in the teens sometime, but I, I can't give you the exact year. Eh. <laughs> well, what was it? 1921. 1921. Giants beating the Yankees. Five games to three. And it was the first World Series appearance for the Yankees. And the Giants beat them the next year, too. And then the Yankees beat them in 23. 23. So they played each other three times. That's never happened before or since Uh, in baseball. That wasn't three in a row, though. Yep, three in a row. The Giants Giants played the Yankees three years in a row, 21, 22, and 23. And the Yanks won the third. And that was the first year at Yankee Stadium, 1923. Can I just get a question here sideways with you guys? I'm watching the uh, U.S. Open. Bubba Watson, on his shoes, is wearing a big... G four. What is that? I have no idea. G four. Uh, uh, watch, watch, uh, watch the U.S. Open and uh, oh. uh, watch Bubba watch. Have to check that out. Here's, we'll have to uh, check that out. Hey guys, we have to cut out for today, so we're going to give our I'm thoughts for the day. I'm cutting out. These are out. actually quotes for the day. Quotes all right? for the day. Charles Barkley on whether he had any regrets about throwing a bar patron through a first floor window. Yeah. I regret we weren't on a higher floor. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like Charles. Charles sounds like Charles, yeah. exactly. And uh, Steve Spurrier, remember him? Sure. He, uh, he said on a, on a fire at the Auburn football player's dorm that burned 20 books, he said, but the real tragedy was that 15 didn't, hadn't been colored yet. Uh, oh, God. <laughs> uh, oopers. Uh, oops. Okay. So, uh, Coach Ron Tunick, thank you again for joining us. We're going to definitely have you back on again. Always my pleasure, you guys. Have a great day. Thank right. you. You, you. You made the made the show excellent yet again. All right. So tune in next week to Sports Econ 101. Why? Because we're going to be discussing sports topics from a business perspective. We're also going to be asking some more sports trivia questions. And, uh, Bruce, do we have a guest yet? We're working on it. We're working on it. We keep yeah. trying to get this one guest, and he keeps yeah. bagging on He's us. He's a weasel. We're, we're not going to mention his name. His name. No. Yeah. He's a weasel. <laughs> we're not going to get him. All right. On behalf of our team. Go away. We don't like you. <laughs> you the... or your lousy team. Okay. Thanks for listening. On behalf of our team, I'm your host, Edward Brown. We'll see you next week. Good night, America. So long.